I was not muted. How are you? Good. How are you? Where are you, Steve? In my basement. We have a little office alcove. You've been here now. I've been in your basement. I thought that was a bar. That's not a bar. Everywhere is a bar in an Irishman's basement. <laughs> you might have been in the old basement. Yo, you were in Hawaii all those years. Yeah, you've missed this. You need to come over and see the new basement. You didn't miss anything, buddy. <laughs> you were in Hawaii. You missed nothing. You missed nothing. I like the old basement. Oh, yeah. No, that thing was... Its days were over. Tom, do you miss, on, on these cold, cold, cold winter days, do you miss Hawaii? Yes. <laughs> Good answer. You know when else I miss it? When? The rest of the days. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, it was really cold one morning recently, and I remembered, I remember exactly where I was sitting. I was, this was after I visited you, and I was um, sitting at a traffic light on Lancaster Avenue, and it was, I looked up in my mirror, it had the, it had the uh, temperature in the mirror, and it was one. Oh my God, it's the worst. And I, I took a picture of it, and I texted you guys. <laughs> I was like, it's one here. What's the temperature in Hawaii? Oh. Is that Celsius or Fahrenheit? <laughs> we did an improv news show for a while. Yeah. And one of the features, which was not really improvised, was that one of our friends, Sean, would do the Hawaii weather. And it was just like, how long could he string out like, well, tomorrow it's going to be a low of 82 and a high of 86. And the, the day after, now pay attention, it's going to be a, a high of 86. It might go down as low as 82. <laughs> he would just, and he would do it for like three minutes straight. And that was always the range? That was always the thing. Yeah. That's great. How long were you in Hawaii? Six years. Oh, man. That's great. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. Good run. It was a good run. It's a good run. I was happy to go there. I'll tell you that. Jesus. Never been. Never been. Never been invited either. What did they call that? The price of price of paradise, Tom? Is that what it was called when you would say like it's it's incredible, but it's so far that hardly anybody visits. Yeah. Like the first time I visited my sister out there, she cried when I left. She was like, No one comes to visit us. <laughs> it's so expensive. So your sister lived out there too. Yeah, she's still there. She's a professor at the University of Hawaii. What took you out there? Was it work? Was it like... Yeah, a job and running away from Baltimore. Oh, I hear it, man. Yeah, Tom and I didn't become best friends until uh, he moved back to the area, unfortunately. so Now you have the best label. Yeah. All, yeah. Oh, we are best friends. I mean, we've And because we're best friends, yeah. I can text him and say, hey, want to meet up? And he's like, maybe in a month or two. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I got COVID soon after you and I were texting about that. So, so that's good. That's good. Yeah. 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 So stop texting me. <laughs> hey, this is Steve with the Punch Up Podcast. With me on this episode are Kevin Reagan. Hey, Steve. Jesse Preisendorfer. Hey, Steve. And our storyteller is Tom. Tom, welcome back to the Punch Up. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Very happy to have you. I believe this is this is the first time you've told a story alone. Is that correct? That's that's correct. All right. It's the first time I've done many things alone. Do you think you'll be all right? I'm. I, you know, we'll see. Is Michelle nearby? If like you need <laughs> like a lifeline. She's always nearby. Okay, good. It's always close. Good. Yeah, if you have to tap out, it's to nobody will judge you. It's totally fine. Yeah, no, I know. When we see Tom's eyes drift up above the camera. <laughs> yeah. 
Yes. Well, no, he's he's somewhere else. He's looking. Well, no, Michelin is giving notes from off, yes. off screen. Yes. <laughs> all right, Tom, it's all yours, buddy. The story I'm going to tell today may have to. Um, I, it's very important that I tell a, a true story. It is a true story, but I may change certain elements because I don't know if it if it quite involves a crime. Oh. Or oh. Um, it certainly involves a breach of a professional etiquette and perhaps the story could destroy a, a, a marriage. Ooh. So would you like us to change your name before we begin as well? Yes. <laughs> just, ble- just bleep his name the whole yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> from here on out. Yeah, from here on out, I will bleep your name. Yeah. All right. You want us to look up the statute of limitations real fast? Well, after you hear the story and okay. before we publish, you know, maybe we can go back and look. But I may, I may have changed key elements. I'm just going to put that out there. That's fine. Nothing material. So in the summer after my freshman year of college, I worked at a mental health clinic. And my job was I was the receptionist. This was a fairly big operation. Okay. Meaning that it was like, it was, it was kind of like a, it looked like a house from the outside, but it was sort of a sprawling facility, which had a number of different places that clinicians could see clients. And as the receptionist and the daytime receptionist in the summer, basically I would have a, this cycle of like about 15 minutes before the, the hour, people would be coming in and they would tell me who their doctor was. And then I would buzz up to, you know, it hit their, their line and I would tell them, you know, so-and-so is here for the appointment. Okay. Hey, Tom, let me ask you real quick. So you're, you went to Penn, right? This is some, uh, summer after a freshman year, University of Pennsylvania. Yeah. And where is, is this is this job related to your major or is it just a summer job you had it is just a summer job friend of the family you know knew that i was back in town for the summer and i was i think i was doing like summer theater at night or something like that and i just yeah. I, I needed to earn money so friend was like hey you know we we're out a receptionist for the summer and kind of crazy when you know i, I don't know it, it, Wrong word. Um, and this was an outpatient facility, right? Yes. Yep. Everyone, okay. you know, what I came to to be able to do was to recognize maybe what some of the issues were by like how they presented, right? So nice. You were doing your own diagnosis then. You just kind yes. of. <laughs> I mean, you eventually started changing charts. <laughs> I did. I did. One of the jobs that in the downtimes, like in the, you know, so when it hit the hour, everyone yeah. was in the rooms and I was alone and then i had other jobs i could do and one of the big jobs was to file the case like the case nice. report yeah which i oh. never read but i just like i like i took great pride in like alphabetizing and getting them in the right you know but so i had access to anything i wanted i just didn't want to know but right. you know one day i think it was one of the clinicians was like hey did you notice that and i'm like but you know the bigger the coffee the bigger you know the substance abuse problem right so i start to see like oh yeah so someone comes up with a big old dunkin donuts thing and i'm like okay that's what they're here for you know there'd be there'd be i drink a lot of coffee i feel that's a... i feel judged yeah that's a leap for my coffee choice it's context specific I gotcha. I gotcha. context specific yeah and, you know people with like there was a they're manic depressive people like they kind of come in like some people come and chat me up one day and then like they come in another day and like they were staring right through me and i'd be like hi oh yeah I, I feel judged. Yeah, I was going to say, again, Tom, I know you, and that's kind of how our relationship is. Some days I'm like, I'm going to be outgoing towards Tom, and other days I'm like, ooh, 
I hope he didn't see me. I'm just going to keep going. I'm somewhere else. So this is all just the preamble to say this is where I worked, okay? Do you mind giving away the year? I know you said freshman year of college. Um, yeah, so this is like 91, 92. Okay. We're I'm in there. trying to figure out, Jesse, uh, what do you think's on the radio at that time? Uh, Madonna Vogue. Okay. No, 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 that's before. No, no, Madonna Vogue. That was 90, 91 for sure. No spin doctors? In 92, cutting edge spin doctors? Uh-huh. Uh, maybe. I mean, a lot of the Seattle sound was starting to blow up then, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Counting Crows? I was listening to club music, so. Right. I don't know about your grunge. You, yeah, yeah, ours. It was like huge in America, but yes, it was. It was Nirvana. Three of us. Nirvana. Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Soundgarden. Yeah, that was all. Alice in Chains. Mud, Honey. Yeah, you name it. So glad Ian's not here to sing all that crap. Yeah. All right. So, so I, I would, you know, in between times, I would listen to the radio, but that's not really what the story's about. No, no, sure. This is about your filing system. Let's get back. Right. To right. <laughs> but what I was also doing because I was very quick with the filing. Yeah. You know, I would have maybe forty-five minutes of free time every hour. What would you do? Oh, this is probably what the story is. Okay. I would write. I was I was writing a lot nice. at that yeah. point. Short stories, poetry, just different stuff that was occurring to me. Yeah. Every now and then. I mean, I wasn't making a case study of of people there, but you know, so I would be inspired by something or thinking about like what is that person's story? And so that's how I was passing the time. And one particular clinician, one one doctor, like noticed that I was writing. And uh, let's call her Dr. Sue. So Sue would, would come down. Dr. Sue, please. Dr. Sue. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone was sort of doctor in their first name. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but at that, that point, it was Dr. Sue. Yeah. And you were just. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't give you a title. What would the title be? I mean, you know, he's just. Receptor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Receptor. Receptionist. And so she, you know, noticed I was writing and what are you working on? Oh, and like I do some poetry, whatever. And totally cool. It just seemed very nice. Haiku, just a couple of haikus. Yeah, just, were you, would you have shared any of the work or were you kind of guarded? Like, uh, I don't know if people were reading it. I was neutral. I yeah. appreciate it. I really appreciated that someone was like encouraging about it. Right. Yeah. Was she hot? Um, so she was in her, like, I, I'm in my. This is a no, by the way. Late 19s. She is an attractive woman. Oh, okay. She was significantly older than me. (laughs) Okay. So that's a yes. Mid 40s, (laughs) early 40s. Not that old. Now now it's embarrassing. No, now I'm like. Close to being old. Yeah. Yeah. But. But back then it was like a Harold and Maude situation going on. Yes. Yeah. And and this is, this is kind of where the story is, is, is heading. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm writing, you know, she'd stop by, like the visits would become more frequent, maybe a little longer. Hey, what are you thinking about? What are you working on? Right. And, you know, I'm like, oh, just thinking about this short story or what have you. And, and this goes on for, you know, three, four weeks. And she, at one point is like, you know, I'm, I'm right. I write as well. Okay. I'm like, that's Dr. Sue. That's, that's cool. Like what, it, you know. Not, you know, I'm not thinking like this is my writing buddy, but I was like, you know, making good conversation. With, you know, what what do you write? And she's like, well, you know, I, I like to write just different stories, coming of age stories. And and um, I've been working yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay. That's, that's a total cue. She's talking to her bridge club about it. how do I talk to this young man at my job? 
who's coming of age. <laughs> Maybe he's interested in coming of age stories. Try that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm not, I, you know, if, if this, if that is going on, if the intent is that visible, it is not visible to me. Yeah. Not visible at all. I am literally like, look at me like a young uh, professional. I am like on this job. Like this is the way adults interact with each other. Right. You know, how do you dress at this job, Tom? Is this a uh, shirt and tie? I actually was um, can, like cut off jean shorts and a tank top. <laughs> mesh. Jesse, mesh, mesh top. Mesh. Yeah. I, I am. I am a, uh, a little bit embarrassed to say that I did. I was. I was spoken to by my supervisor, yeah. who, was, who was my neighbor, our neighbor friend who got me the job. Yeah. At one point, I was spoken to and told that one of the other clinicians did not think I dressed um, professionally enough. Okay. Well, and you were young. I mean, I could see you making that mistake. Yeah, I, like I, I would, I like, I would wear. I wasn't wearing like cutoffs or whatever, but I, I would wear like khaki shorts. Yeah. Sometimes, like I would, yeah. I, I was wearing shorts to work. Okay. It was the summer. Oh, okay. Shorts and like, you know, not like a uh, um, polo. Sometimes a polo, but yeah, probably like a polo would be kind of dressed up, but like 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 a, a nice t-shirt, not with a band name on it or anything, but just a plain t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I like, you know, I took that note, I uh, spiffed it up a little bit. And so I had all these different relationships, you know, I had my head on a swivel for that doctor. Yeah. She was a uh, psychiatrist, right? So there were like levels, you know, the yeah. psychiatrists were like- What are we gonna call the doctor who narked you out for the, your clothes? <laughs> What's that doctor's name gonna be? How about Dr. Nark? Yeah, Since Dr. Nark, good. Dr. Dr. Nark is- remember. Yeah, yeah, D Dr. Nark was was about the P's and Q's. And um, because she was a psych, the stakes were higher. Yeah. Right. So like if somebody called looking for the psychologist, they might be having like a dangerous type of episode. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was, I, like, there's one particular time I couldn't find her. Yeah. And that was like, she got very mad. She's like, you're supposed to call my service. I like stuff. I didn't know that I was supposed to do. Mm -hmm. So I actually kind of thought that the dress thing was in retaliation for like, like she didn't like that. I wasn't doing it right. And she was yeah. looking yeah, she felt you were too busy looking at your knobby knees in those shorts. Yeah, off khaki. Doctor Nark, eyes forward. Or, <laughs> or maybe Doctor Nark and Doctor Sue were friends, and she was jealous because Doctor Sue was starting to write poetry. Well, Doctor Sue was writing these coming of age stories about coming of age Tom. stories, right? Yeah, right. about Tom apparently. Yeah. yeah. So as the, as the summer goes on, and as I'm writing, and you know, I actually got Doctor Sue was encouraging me, and I'm like, hey, this must be, you know. I'm just going to keep, keep writing. Right. Yeah. So, so I, I turned out a lot of stuff that summer and, you know, she'd be, yeah, how's it going? Great. You know, and, and it wasn't like she was like hanging over the desk, but you know, making purposely stopping in, she had clients to see like kind of yeah. all day. Ah, to get yeah. to them. You know, it's so it was, it was like, all my service. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know, we look, look forward to, you know, the break of the hour that she come down and say, Oh, Hey, how's it, you know? So you're seeing her every day throughout the day. Would you say? Yeah. 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 She might've, she might've worked like a couple days a week. Like maybe she took clients mm. somewhere else, but she had clients there. Did you feel like a level of disappointment in her when you, when the kibosh was put on the khakis, when you were no longer wearing the khaki shorts, did she seem kind of put out by that? From Dr. Sue? Yeah. It was Dr. Sue like kind no. of, okay. Dr. Dr. Sue's arc is definitely like, you know. Oh, I'm sorry, Dr. Seuss. Now I'm now I'm listening, and yes, she is a writer. She's a, actually very accomplished writer. 
Are you telling me that she's a, an established writer, Dr. Seuss? If, if her name is Dr. Seuss, which it now is, she's, she's done okay for herself, yeah. Yeah. familiar with her work she writes some questionable material but but you know i'm just saying she's still she yeah. has a nice house is what i'm saying like super anti-semitic yeah but again the house <laughs> so so the summer's rolling along you know if you, if you want to put it on a coming of age story sort of arc right like yeah. it's very clear i am not here to stay right yeah i have come to do the um, summer job i am getting to know people but then you know i'm gonna be move, moving on you're and, living at home with your, you're living at home, right? Living at home, yeah. Driving the, the 78 uh, lime green Chevy Malibu. Is there a significant other in the uh, picture? For me? Yeah, in that summer. Like, did you have somebody? Oh, boy. Um, I, I don't think I was seeing anybody at that point. Got it. It's not that type of story, Steve. Come on. Yet. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, th that was not um, that was not an issue for me. Like, I yeah. I could have had her. Yep. Yeah. If I met somebody I was interested in, I could have had Wide her. Open. Gotcha. Yep. So, so, you know, it's clear, like we're getting into like, you know, I think it was announced how long I would be there, whatever. So we're, we're, we're down to the last, you know, last week, 10 days, something like that. Yeah. Dr. Narc has it on the calendar. Yeah. Dark. Big smiley face. <laughs> A stick figure with shorts with like, <laughs> yeah. like, like pants drawn on. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and so Dr. Sue like stops by at the end of a day and it's like, Hey, I was thinking, do you want to maybe go out and, um, <laughs> now I'm thinking I have the timeline wrong. I, I think I have the long, the wrong year. It must've been after you were legal. I was oh, legal. You could, legal. You could drive. Legal. <laughs> you could drink and you could drive yeah. because she asked if I wanted to go to go out to a bar ah. and I was just legal. So it might have been, yeah, it might have been a, two years later than that. 94, 95? 90, 93, maybe. Well, let me ask you this. Are you a baseball fan? Were we excited about the Phillies? He's a Boston guy. He's a Boston guy. Why are you a Red Sox fan, Tom? That's where I grew up. That's where you grew up. That. I grew up in Boston, yeah. Uh, a best friend would know that. No, um, we I, don't. We, we have a rule. We don't talk sport. We don't talk about anything except for what we wear and the short stories we used to write 20, 30 years ago. That's it. That's our, that's our relationship. For hot older ladies. Yeah. And how and when each of you came of age. Yeah. yeah. And we actually, we can't get together unless someone has written a new story, which is why Kevin and I. Yeah, we are blocked. The two of us have not written shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So she approaches you for for a drink, for a goodbye yeah. drink. Yeah. Like, um, why don't we go out? I'd love to to talk more about your writing. Like, when we're not hurried, right? Yeah. And let's meet at of all places, the Crossing. What is the Crossing? The Crossing sounds like a religious bar. It's a bar. It's a bar, right? It's a, it's an old railroad station. Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But you know, in retrospect, symbolic in meaning, right? Okay. Okay. All right. So, so you, this could have been 91. There are no laws when it comes to alcohol in Boston. You're fine. Ever. Not that I obeyed. No, no. Especially for Irish guys. Yeah. If you look remotely Irish, you're in. Yep. I, I, I once went to an Irish bar with my brother Yeah. and, and the, and the waitress was like, ah, your brother, he's like a construction worker. You know what we call you though? <laughs> you're a narrow back. You're a narrow back. A narrow back? And yeah, no muscles. You don't lift <laughs> anything. 
Jesse, typically a narrowback is a receptionist who wears khaki shoes <laughs> <laughs> and, and writes and write short stories. And poetry. Narrowback receptor. <laughs> wow. All right, so you're going to go out and uh, pull out your fake ID with this lady. And I'm like, like still nothing, still no, no, no bells, bells. on my yep. part, yep. you know. Pretty naive. Yeah, I'm like, it's getting toward the end of the summer. We've had this nice friendship. We, you know, we've talked about this stuff. She wants to go out and grab a drink. It's like 15 minutes down the road. Like, that's not, that's not a thing. Yeah. And so. Jesse, let's flip it real quick. This is a 40-year-old dude, and you're working in a place, and they say, hey, you want to go out and get a drink? Bells? Lots of bells? Like, fire? We've already, we've already been out for a drink. Yeah. If it's a, that was because the job, why not? That was I got the job interview. I got nothing to lose. Let's go. Let's go. I got to text somebody. I'll be right there. <laughs> the fills go on at seven. Let's do it. You know, obviously, all that's on my mind is my poetry. Is yeah, my art. Right? Yeah. Of course. I want to get better as a writer. <laughs> and who better to help you than this shrink, right? So she's like, yeah, I can, I can, you know, I'll, I, maybe I'll bring some of my stuff or we could talk about it. So we get there, you know, we meet up, we, you know, park our cars, go inside and we're sitting at a table and she orders like a vodka tonic or something. I have a beer, you know, just, just chatting. She's, you know, like just buttering me up. Like it's been so great to get to know you this summer. And I just think you're, um, I just think it's awesome that, that you're, you're writing and that you're exploring that stuff and, you know. You know, Jesus, laying it on. I often, I think, sometimes if I hadn't, you know, if I hadn't been kind of driven to to go into this field, that I, you know, I might have been a successful, you know, writer. I mean, I do have this manuscript, and I'm like, great. Well, so what? I mean, what is it about? And she's like, well, you know, a lot of it is about my experience in um, in Weight Watchers. Oh, interesting. Okay. I'm like, oh. That's interesting. I, I, I didn't know you were in Weight Watchers. Is that a, a big experience? And she, you know, she's like, yeah, I mean, you, you can't tell. You can't tell now, but I really struggled with my weight mm. for a long, long time. And that's a big surprise to you. You know, like I did not perceive her as being, as having a weight issue. Yeah. Yeah. I get to say, I just got super creeped out. I see where you're going, Kevin. If the genders are reversed. Yeah. This is totally grooming behavior. Oh, mm-hmm. I mean, the he's legal, so I mean, it mm-hmm. is grooming, but it's like, still not, grooming. I mean, it's it is we it's weird. It's weird. No matter how you cut it, it's weird. I'm concerned about your safety now. Well, let's see. Let's yeah. I'm glad yeah. someone. I'm glad someone was concerned. I still wasn't aware. I I don't imagine you were aware until you ran this story by Micheline, and she's like, um, and you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. No, I I became aware. Um, so, so she. Oh, the story's not over. Yeah. So, you know, I'm like, so tell me then what, like, so what did, what do you write about? Like, what is this? Yeah. What is the experience yeah. that you're talking about? And she said, well, it's like getting a new, it's like getting a new lease on life. Okay. And, um, and it becomes, mm. it becomes an obsession that, um, <laughs> and I, you know, I deal with lots of people who have obsessive behaviors, but I also, I understand that this is good. This is good for me. But I also sometimes still see myself as that person, and I have to remember that I have this body now, and that this body, this body is capable of doing things that, you know, that I couldn't do before. Oh, 
like oh like God. right like right like I, I i i want to get the most out of this i've worked hard for this and i deserve this Oof. Our bell's going off at this point. Well, yeah, because there's also like... There's, uh, now there's, Steve, there's one little <laughs> tiny bell. It might be a door. Somebody came in the bar. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Claire? <We're> good. <laughs> Is it the rest of the crew? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Dr. Nark? Dr. Nark's going to join us. He would have happily drank with Dr. Nark at that point. <laughs> so I guess the rules are different for girls and boys, or the cautions are different because they're not, Jesse. They're different for people and Tom. I'm worried for you, but because oh, I see. yeah, to that yes. Oh, because she's worried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're getting taken advantage of. Yeah, and I'm I feel for young Tom. Yeah, because but so, I don't I mean, know. Yeah, right, but I don't know how. And I turn my head, and she drops something in my drink. Yeah. No. Yeah. This but is this is yeah this is before that. Well, I mean, Bill Cosby, sure, but this is more of a, a rag soaked in ether. It's okay. about the time we're talking about. Here, here, here! You have a nosebleed. Let me help. <laughs> that's bad. That's bad. I mean, a laugh. The the bells are definitely starting to ring. Yeah, because she's you know she's also like as she's talking like there's getting closer and there's like. Yeah. You know, and there's the crossing and uncrossing of the legs and like Well, you're at the crossing and that's what that's at the crossing. That's what they do there. Yep. How many drinks in are we? Are we still just on the first round or this whole meeting was rather short. Yeah. Because I I didn't I didn't understand it was supposed to be a, any any evening. Your wings hadn't even come to the table yet. I was thinking like I gotta get home and see if my comic book subscriptions arrived. You know, when she started, when she first brought up the topic of you know a manuscript about Weight Watchers, I thought, nah, I thought it was pedestrian. But now that it could be an erotic novel, I'm interested. Yeah, I want to know what this manuscript is. Yeah, yeah. So um, she's like, I'd really like, I'd really like for you to read it. Okay, I want to share it with you. The book. The book. Got it. She have it with her on her person at that moment? No. 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 She said, tell you what. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Here's an idea. I know where it is. <laughs> this idea just came to me. Tell you what. Um, why don't you come by my house this weekend? Yep. Maybe Saturday night. Sure. And, um, and bring, you, you can bring some of your, some of your pieces and we'll, we'll read. And, um, and, you know, you can, <clears throat> there's some, there's some passages that I've been working on. I really, you know, I'd love to get your yeah. opinion. Bring some of your pieces. I'd like you to come over and take a look at my piece. Yeah. <laughs> we have a pool. Oh. You, know, you can bring your bathing suit. So, we? I, yeah. Did I hear we? Is there a we in this? Situation? We have, we have a pool. Okay. Um, oh. And, and so, like, at this point, I'm like, okay. <sighs> We, mm -hmm. um, so I'm like, oh, so just come over to dinner with your family? <laughs> yeah. Maybe she's trying to set you up with her daughter. Let's hear. Let's let this play out. Let it play out. I said, oh, no, actually, my husband is taking my son to space camp. <laughs> <laughs> Legit. That's, yep, that's a two-day drive. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, they're headed down to Houston. Oh boy! 
It's in Alabama, but go ahead. Listen, Ian's not here. Shall I throw out a Uranus joke or are we just going to go? Let's just keep going. No, just no. We'll no, just no. keep going. He's, he's not here, so we skip <laughs> okay, the Okay, I just, you know. <laughs> Can we splice it in? Uranus. Yeah, the space camp moment is a is a is a foundational moment in the story, you know, because it it's a she has really thought it through. Yeah, and this has yeah. been circled on the calendar, much yeah. like like Doctor Nark has circled yeah. my departure on the calendar. She has circled <laughs> yeah. the departure on her calendar that they're going to be gone. They're leaving, you know, they're leaving now, and so this weekend they'll be gone. Ooh. And um, she said, you know, I'll, I'll cook and we can read. Sure. And that would be great. And at this mm-hmm. point, I'm like, this woman, this woman is inviting me to her house to have sex with her. It's that's that that has hit you at, there, this point. at, the, at the crossing. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Yes. <laughs> when this occurred, Tom, did you verbally say, uh. <laughs> 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 And that, yeah, it's it's like if if you could have played the video in my mind, like rewinding everything. Yeah, it's like Kaiser Soze. Yes. Is here. <laughs> it's like crossing and uncrossing the legs, the leaning in, yeah. the, the stopping by the desk. You like, remove all the compliments she paid about writing. No, yeah. no, you keep those, Steve. Those you earn those. They go they in a separate them. box. Yeah, yeah. The the box mark, not the creepy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like. Well, this is this has never happened to me before. <laughs> like, how do I? How, what? You know. So I'm yeah. I'm kind of like thunderstruck. Yeah. And she's like, "So what do you think?" And I'm like, "Um, I, I'll check my." <laughs> and like that sounds, that sounds really great. Um. Let, let me, let me like, I'll let you know. I'll, I'll see, I'll, I'll see about, you know, whether I'm free. So you're not immediately put off. You're, you're considering it. Uh, I may be a narrowback Irishman, but I'm <laughs> blooded male. Yep. I'm really just getting a, like a straight up proposition, right? Which in my young life, I had not experienced, you mm. know, I guess sitting and writing poetry in a mental health center was the thing that you know made me like attractive in a way that you know someone come up and say to me i want you to have me yeah who'd have thunk that man yeah but i was also really put off by the family thing yeah yeah you know i was like not only does she have a family this this isn't like a moment of weakness that neither of us could foresee oh yeah this is like pre-planned she's gonna cheat on her husband yeah. And in the in the house where her child lives, who I'm closer in age to, you know, than yeah, her, great, of course. Yeah. That definitely was like that was the that was the th- I, I remember getting back into the um into the Chevy Malibu. And driving like, who do I talk to? Like, how do I Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mark. Like, that's what you need, Dr. Nark. You come in with a big cup of coffee and you go, Dr. Nark. <laughs> Dr. Nark, I'm sorry for the knees. <laughs> I have something else for you to tell. Well, it's interesting that you say that, Jesse, because also this is a woman who is um, working with vulnerable populations. Yeah. A number of her clients were young people, 
right? So, I mean, I see her clients coming in and I'm thinking they're not that different in age from me. Right. So that, that, that was a secondary consideration. <laughs> the first consideration was like, could, could I do that? These young people you see coming in to meet with her, Tom, are you like now sizing them up being like, are they better writers than I am? <laughs> <laughs> she like their work too? The worst part is they're all coming in in shorts. That is the worst part. And Nark can't do shit about it. Can't do shit about it. What's weird is they would come in in like jeans and t-shirts and they would leave in shorts and t-shirts. Oh. They'd look like me when they left. Yeah. Glasses. Yeah. Clutching a notebook. A notebook with a fancy pen sticking out of it. That's weird, dude. Because, yeah, you got to go back to work. Even if it's not that much longer. It isn't that much longer. So, like, yeah, I'm driving. I'm just like, what? How? How'd you leave the bar? How'd you get out of that? I learned like we'd had one drink. And again, I think she would have that we would have spent the night hanging out. Right. Yeah. But I, I literally thought a drink was a drink, you know? Yeah. And like, Oh, this is just on her way home and on my way home. And then I understood. And like, I just got out. I just, it was like, yeah. yeah thanks. Did you say, Oh, I I'm sorry. I do have plans with an age appropriate person <laughs> at this time. Somebody from my generation. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Mrs. Robinson. I think that was like, you know, very like polite and formal, like, you know. Of course, yeah. Thanks for the drink. Thanks for, and thanks for inviting me over. Did you pick up the tab? Oh, I think she did. Yeah. Of course she did. She had to have. Yeah. I think I, I think I reached for my wallet and she was like, yeah, I know what, you don't make very much. I'm, you know, you save your money for, for college. Well, predators prey. We'll square this up later. I, I, Tom, I don't know if you realize you were the whore. So. <laughs> I literally had just realized that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I be, I, so I go home and I watch Pretty Woman and I'm like, oh. oh. Like. And then the graduate. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So I'm driving home and like, it's all like, I'm going through it all in my head. Like I have this body now. Yeah. Space camp. Yeah. <laughs> you can swim in my pool, you know, like <laughs> all this stuff. So I get home and I don't have anyone to talk to but I like I kind of felt like I was in in possession of some really dangerous information yep right from the perspective of like mm. you know like who she is in her position and then yeah. also like this what I thought was a terrible thing between her and her family right well dangerous to her but safety for this everybody else like almost yeah. everybody yeah. else and the next receptionist to come in sorry receptor to come in that tour yeah look at that so tom i would assume you know you do what a writer does in that moment you journal about it oh no no jesse no you don't write you you watch tv you eat you just put off writing oh man is that celtics game on <laughs> yeah oh my god dude. i thought you were gonna say kev that he further threw himself into the story like i gotta see this through now this is good this is gonna make a great story Let's make this my coming of age. Yeah, yeah. He goes, he go, I got to go deep. I wrote, yeah. Girl interrupted. This is Tom interrupted. In my head, I wrote the end of the story, but I, I did not. I was like, I knew by the time I got home, like, I'm not going to do that. No. You knew the story ended when the when you left the bar. Yeah, I didn't want, I actually didn't want to, to run into her anymore. So what did you do yeah. at work? Right. So, like, I went the next day and I was like, this isn't great and then i actually reached out to the neighbor yeah the supervisor and i said like you know i'm down to my last couple days but i'm not feeling really comfortable 
I was like trading shifts with this, this woman who was out of college, just out of college. She had like stuff going on. Like, so I was picking up her shifts occasionally, whatever. And she said yeah. to me, like, she could use more time. And I was like, she can take my time. Yeah. If it's all the same, like it's just getting to the end of the summer. And I think, I think I, I you know, so I never responded to Dr. Sue mm. and I was just like, I, I wasn't comfortable. It was just a couple of days. Later. You never, so you never went. Yeah, back. you never went back. So I didn't. I didn't go back. Oh wow! Yeah, that's what women do when there's predators at work. They just don't go back. Women do that, and narrowbacks do that, and narrowbacks. <laughs> but not. I'm not equating it. Like it's not a. Yeah. You're not in the position of power that she is. Yeah. My feeling of who I was in that context. Remember, like you know, the young professional, whatever, like was completely shattered. Right. Like yeah. I was like, yeah. mm. I was a, an object or I was like a, a pawn in this or it's just felt I just wasn't comfortable there anymore. I didn't need to be there. And I had made yeah. a good amount of money and I was like, I'm not going to do it. And then like maybe a week later, my um, my supervisor like reaches out to me and is like, what what exactly is going on? You can talk to me about this if you want to over a drink. At the crossing. <laughs> Bring your writing. Yeah. <laughs> your, and your swim trunks. <laughs> yeah. Tom, 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 did you, the day, the, the supervisor, was it the neighbor? The same person? Yeah. 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 Okay. You know, who basically vouched for me to get in with the job. And then like when I kind of yeah. vanished was like, this isn't, I don't know if there was a, like a church connection or something too, like went to our church or yeah. like she would be on a first name basis with my mom. Then just that kind of friend neighbor yeah. know, kind of thing. So I, you know, she, she was like, I need to know if this has anything to do with Sue. She's asking you to be a whistleblower. Straight up says it. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. you asked, you used the word uncomfortable and that was accurate, but that's, you know, to her, that's a strong word. Like, well, he's uncomfortable about something, but then, but then you run the tape in your head and you're like, yeah. Dr. Sue was at his desk a lot this yeah. summer. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, she'd had my back actually with, uh, with Dr. Nark. Yeah. You know, like she had told me like, oh, Dr. Nark had had, you know, had this problem. I don't think there's any problem with the way you dress. No one's yeah. thinking of you in that way, whatever. But I still took it to heart. But so I trusted, I trusted her. Yeah. So I said, I really, I'm very, I'm not comfortable with it. And she's the one who said, listen, these people that work at this center are responsible for other people. Mm -hmm. And, and they have to, they have to obey certain sets of ethics. If you, if there's something that you need to share about an interaction, I have to ask you, will you do that? Yeah. And so I said, I really don't, I don't want to do that. She said, well, could you, could you write something just for me? Could you write a haiku? <laughs> <laughs> could you write a limerick? <laughs> <laughs> There once was a dock at the crossing. <laughs> That's you go sort of crossing. That's yeah. underwear was flossing. <laughs> we went for a drink, the, which made me think, boy, would it be her salad I'd be tossing? <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Jesse, you can't have a button at her. We're not done, but that is gold right there. Damn. Oh. Yeah. So I wrote a uh, just like a. I, I tried to pull back my emotions from it. I pulled out the space camp part, yeah. but I just, you know, I just said that I felt that I had gotten attention that wasn't, you know, like at first I thought it was just friendly attention. And then I felt like it, it had crossed the line. So you were a little vague. You, you, you said you left out the space camp. You left out the, uh, did you, did you talk about the, getting the drink? 
Yeah, I said that that, that I you know she invited me out, and I thought okay. it was a, for, for just to to be friendly, and that it had turned. It. And so I submitted that. Have no idea what happened. Oh wow! Oh okay. right, because I went I went back I went back to school, and and it's not something that like a church or like in the neighborhood my yeah. neighbor's going to be. Oh, by yeah. the way, we disbarred that person, or like <laughs> you know, counter suing you. I did always wonder though. I always wondered what happened. I always wondered if. Maybe her son's an astronaut now. He's not. Yeah. He's definitely not. Yeah. But he probably is in therapy. Yeah. Oh, man. Hopefully not there. <laughs> not not at that health center. Do you think Dr. Nark was aware and was like, oh, this poor guy and was trying to help you out? Oh, Dr. Nark was a good guy. I think there's a better way to be a good guy than accuse somebody of dressing poorly. Yeah. Mm. It's not Tom's fault that people can't handle the way he's dressed. Well, I mean, he was wearing an Iron Maiden t-shirt. So that's... And an Iron Maiden. That, that made it work. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what, that's what kept him safe. It triggered people when they walked in. If I were to see myself in that situation now, right, like as someone who's older who supervises people, yeah. there are probably like lots of ways that my boundaries were not good, which is not, not my fault. Yeah, no. But, and no, no, and no. good thing I had a supervisor at least even after the fact, like you could be like, this is a boundary to pay attention to. This isn't, yeah. but I was there. Like I was just like living, living life. Like I was bringing my personal stuff to work and I was writing and I, you know, like yeah. I was like wide open for, for something to happen. I um, see. I, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. even though I was thinking like, here I am being this young professional, I wasn't yeah. necessarily being very professional. Right. Yeah. But you, yeah. but that's not your, like that's why we go to sexual harassment training now is so that the people who are at the job can take care of the people who are coming into the job and that they don't predate on people that are coming in. Like you should have been allowed to be exactly that person because yeah. I'm switching the genders constantly now. Like there's no way that any of that was your fault at all, at all. I mean, I hope I, I don't think you feel that, but I'm, I hope you don't because being innocent and, and trusting someone isn't, anybody's fault yeah she took advantage of her power of her position of her authority she took advantage of all that stuff yeah and through that lens you may be right about dr narc maybe she was like yeah you know like hey there's certain ways to be here get into the lane mm -hmm. she didn't do it directly with me though like she never did it as a mentor That's she true. like went to my supervisor and is like i don't yeah. want i wonder if i would have heard that if someone had said to me like hey you know like we don't you know your personal stuff you gotta just put over here if they had told you the dress code when you walked in you would have obeyed it sure yeah i was happy to have the job i don't think it was about that but that's just my suspicious mind so yeah so did she ever read any of your writing <laughs> through all that i don't yeah that's a good question i feel like maybe i you know i think i might have given her a couple things Oh, okay. Like on those times that she'd stop by, like, what do you, do you have anything that I could see? And I yeah. might've given her and, and yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I did actually, because then she would return it to my mailbox. So that happened like maybe twice. Um, With perfume spray. It's all of a sudden it smells like. And lipstick kisses on it. <laughs> <laughs>